welcome, welcome, welcome. Come into the room. Um, I'm going to give it a few minutes to see if anyone is going to jump in on the live, come into the room before we get started. Um, but I just want to say welcome. How are you guys doing? Even if you're catching the replay, I want to hear from you. It's been a while. I've been on my um, routine sabbatical between episodes. I normally take about 30 days just to refresh, just to take time off, just to, um, you know, hear from God and just, you know, take to rest. Actually, you know, it's so important that we, um, especially those of us who are called to ministry in any capacity, um, to know when it's time to rest, especially when we're constantly pouring out and uh, we're constantly giving of our gifts, giving of our talents, you know, um, pouring out to other people. It's so important that we learn when it's time to just rest and allow, allow the Father to just pour back into us. So um, I just wanted to say I'm so excited to be back, though. I missed you guys. I missed being on the podcast. I missed um, just um, seeing the comments, seeing the love, the downloads, the streams, the hearts, the support. Um, it just means so much to me. And I just thank you guys so much. Um, again, <laughs> I'm still not in the studio, so you may hear some noises, you know, you might hear people or cars, um, but you know, again, when you have been given an assignment from God, you have to make sure that you don't, you know, forsake or abandon the assignment just because you might not have favorable or comfortable circumstances. And even when you are a minister, even when you're a leader, even when you're a pastor, you know, you can't be um, taken aback if maybe you only got one person that show up, you know, to, um, to service, you still got to minister like it's a thousand people in there, right? And so um, that is really one thing I want to talk about, even as we're going to go into today's um, today's content, today's episode, which is going to be so good. Um, the Lord really been speaking to me, especially within these last days. And so I feel confident that this is a right now um, word, that this is a word that's going to confirm some things for a lot of us. And it is just a word of encouragement, a word of wisdom, right? Um, a, a word of exhortation that the Lord is giving us as uh, many of us are walking and entering to the promised land, walking into our position um, in the name of Jesus. And so um, I'm just super excited for what God is doing for all of us in the body of Christ, not just myself. And I just um, just continue to pray that our faith fails not, that even when you're like, we have to learn to be like the Apostle Paul. He said, you know, I know how I learn, you know, I know how to be a base and I know how to be a bound. And I've, you know, he said he's found the secret to, you know, that to, to living, you know, in, in any situation, you know, he can live if he has more than enough. And if he, you know, is in lack because he knows that the Lord is his um, source. It does not matter what your outside circumstance say, God, you're still rich in the Lord. And so, you know, just knowing how to be um, able to be faithful, right? And to be loyal, even to God, when you're in that place of, in that wilderness place, when you're in that um, place of lack, when you're in that um, place of suffering, learning how to be, knowing, we learn how to be faithful in that place because we don't have nobody but God, you know, because we're going through, we're afflicted, we need him, we're constantly in prayer, we're constantly in worship, we're constantly crying out to him, right? We, we, we tend to seek him more because we, we are in a need, but then you have to have that same, same energy. You got to keep that same energy even when you're in the promised land right so 
um yeah don't want to go too far because again want to give it a few moments um and see if anybody pops on if not you guys um always are welcome to listen to the replay i welcome each and every one of you guys i understand schedules timing a lot of my listeners are overseas so i'm not really sure what the time zone is over there however whenever you hear it i just know the lord is going to bless you so um i'm going to go ahead and get started so today is actually the season uh, five. We are in season five, and um, I sought the Lord on what this whole entire season was going to encompass. What are we really? What are we doing? What are we talking about? And He gave me Queens in the Promised Land, and I just thought to myself initially, I was like, Lord, that like, what are you talking about? That don't even make no sense. But God knows what he's doing. God is so ahead of us because his ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. And so, you know, you just have to learn how to just go with it. Go with him, trust him, and just be obedient, right? And so then he kind of started taking me to... um different scriptures he started confirming it to me because then i would come across videos of um of people talking about you know you being royalty it's it's time for you to reign and rule in your position it's time you're you know talking about queens and talking about being the queen to the king and you know talking about esther and you know it's just like he began to confirm it so I, i was like okay lord i see you and so this is a word this is a right now word right this is a word for those of us who know that we have endured faithfully right we have endured the season of suffering we've been in the season of wilderness and we have remained faithful and again that word faithful is not about being perfect like you never you know have a down day or you never have a time where some doubt come in or you never have a time where you really want to give up that's not what it's saying but it's saying but the but you're consistently maintaining that faith where you go back to God even if you have a day where you're you're a little more you know down or you know a little more sorrowful you still find a way to encourage yourself like David and you find the strength to go back to that place of faith and just continue to lean on God no matter what and God is pleased right Ooh, that just came God is pleased with um, many of us because he's seen in our little strength and this is this is really confirmation because I think I heard this word I like to be very candid. I don't want to steal people's revelation or words, um, but God will speak to us sometimes and then he will confirm that's what he's saying to us. And that's how he does, you know, um, in, two or, in the mouth of two or three witnesses, right? So even in, when God is speaking to you, he will confirm it like two or three times, whether he confirm it through another person, through a song, through a thought that randomly comes to you, through the scriptures, right? Through a movie, however he speaks to you normally, if it's from God, a lot of times he'll confirm it and you will know and so um he i believe i heard someone say the other day that god is pleased with you god is pleased he is pleased you've done well well done um it's just like those faithful servants the one that had the five talents and turned it into ten the one that had the two talents and turned it into four it's like well done thy good and faithful servant you've done well god is pleased and because god is pleased it is time for you to transition and so before we go any further i feel the holy spirit just wanting to just kind of like go ahead and flow. Um, I just want to welcome everyone to the Purity After Promiscuity podcast, where we are redefining, redefining a woman's work. I am your host, Janelle Renee, and I'm so excited for season five. I believe it's going to be such a blessing. We're going to have special guests, and we're just going to see how the Lord continues to meet us right in this place. So um, just 
you know, just sit back, relax, put your seatbelt on, because I believe we're going to go for a ride, especially today. The Lord has been speaking expressly. Um, thank you for all my loyal listeners. Hey, girl, hey. Welcome, welcome, welcome to season five. Thank you for your support. Thank you for your downloads, your likes, your share, your comments. You know, I appreciate each and every one of you guys. Don't think that it's um, in vain or goes unnoticed. You are significant. You help to get the podcast to more people. The more you support it, the more you stream, the more you download, the more you share, the more you like, you help the podcast to grow. And that is what it's all about. So I really thank you guys so much to all my new new listeners. Hey girl, hey, welcome to our community. I'm a relationship coach. I'm a minister as well. And um, my passion and in my coaching, what I do is I help women to live their lives in purpose, for purpose, on purpose, and live in their true worth. And so that is what we do here. That's what our community is all about it's a safe place it is a judgment-free zone we're all here on the same journey and the journey is we are trying to make it to eternity with the father we want to live here in this side of eternity and we really want to hear well done thy good and faithful servant in the end so um i just welcome you and i just pray that this um, podcast blesses you you can always connect with me i always leave my details um, and ways to connect with me for prayer or for coaching um services in the description box um in the um in the episode also um my website is under construction my my team and i were re um doing my website so it will be back up shortly but you are always able to email me if you would like to connect with me for coaching or for um prayer um and so without further ado we're going to get into it and so i don't know about y'all but i know it has been a heck of a last few months okay it seems like everything that I could have never thought would have happened happened found myself in situations and circumstances that I just am baffled and mind-boggled like how did this happen how did I get here you know kind of going through some some harder trials than I ever have you know been in a you know that a lower valley than I've ever had really really had to trust God in a new way and in a on a different level and even in that the Lord has been doing some great things I've been seeing the hand of God move great and mightily he has been providing for me he has been you know um, pouring out blessings even still he has been putting me on people's hearts you know he has been having people you know just speak words of encouragement to confirm that he is constantly with me you know he has been doing some um, root work in my heart and in my soul bringing a lot of healing and restoration and reconciliation and um, for that I'm so grateful he's been dealing with my heart you know dealing with unforgiveness and offense and even even things that I thought I had forgiven or let go and released you know he's been really dealing with my heart and so that's what I find that in this wilderness season it is not in vain it is not for nothing God is doing something he is preparing you he is processing you he is uprooting some things that do not belong he is bringing healing to the areas that needs healing he's restoring and reconciling relationships that needs to be restored and reconciled he's helping you to release things that need to be released so you're not taking old things into your new season you know he's doing some amazing things because he knows the plans he has for you and it's for hope in the future and his heart is for us to have success his heart is for us to prosper being health as our soul prospers and in a way when you think about that scripture my soul prospering right it's like my soul which is my mind my will my emotions my appetite my intellect right he wants even your soul to prosper because he understands that when our soul is um broken when we have turmoil and when we have hurt and pain and anguish and unforgiveness offense and you know resentment and all these things then our soul cannot prosper and so god wants us to not just prosper 
outwardly and physically he wants us to prosperly emotionally inwardly right and so that's what he at least he has been doing that with me um uh, and my wilderness experience and in this last season that i just am um are am coming out of and so um if that's you if god has you know done some similar things reach out to me let me know leave a comment um you know and let me know you that the lord has really done a great work because a lot of times when we're in that low place in that dark place we can get really really focused on what we don't have and what's not going well and you know the things that are you know um negative and and stuff we can really give a lot of attention to that and and even though those things are realities and those things are there we want to make sure that we are magnifying the lord because he is doing great things he is a good god you know he's merciful and compassionate he's still doing a great work in us even if it's all internal right it's sometimes he's you know i have my um my mentor you know um she's my spiritual mother she always say god always makes the man before he makes the ministry meaning that god is going to develop you internally he's going to you know develop your your dependence on him he's going to develop your faith he's going to develop you know your um, humility in you he's going to develop a you know um a, a a resilience he's going to develop a prayer life he's going to develop a worship life a word life where you're going to you know be hungry hunger and thirst for the word right he's going to develop those things before he do, before he makes the ministry and so a lot of times when we're going through these seasons even if we went through the season came out and then feel like we went back you got to know even when a um, blacksmith is creating something you know he has to really shape and mold that steel or that metal he has to put it in the fire so then it become pliable and it's bendable but it has to get red hot first and then then he got to put it in the water to cool off and then he got to look at it to see is it in the in the in the right um shape that i needed to be does it to serve the purpose that i have for it if it's not what what does he do he put that thing right back in the fire so he can begin to shape and mold it again because it's the intensity of the fire that helps something as strong as some some of these different metals to become pliable so they're um they get soft and they're able to be shaped and that's what god does for us it reminds me in the word i think it's in isaiah 54 when he says that he created the blacksmith who blows on the fire who who created the weapon and blows on the fire you know something like that um um, like but it just goes to say that he's saying even a blacksmith who creates a weapon, you know, they sometimes the blacksmith got to create a sword. They might have to create some other kind of, you know, sharp object or some kind of weapon. But how do they do that? They have to go through that process. And he said he creates the blacksmith. He creates the weapon and he created the blacksmith who blows on the fire. The why do why is the blacksmith blowing on the fire? Because the fire that oxygen creates more heat. It gets it more intensified so that heat is able to get hot enough to be able to even the most stubborn of metals are able will eventually get soft and be able to be molded sometimes we're stubborn i know i am and so god has to sometimes put us in the fire he might take us out for a season give us a break let us cool off and then back in the fire we go because we're still not properly molded yet in order to serve the purpose that he has for us and so you may feel like well i don't know you know why would god allow me to go through this again why am i suffering again why did i lose everything again you know why am i going through a place of of 
of affliction again? Why am I dealing with pain or sickness in my body again? Why am I dealing with loss and disappointment again? It's because God is saying you need to get back in the fire because what the purpose that he has for you, you haven't been molded enough yet. And so now when he brings you out this time, if you submit it to the process, now you're able to be fully molded. He's the potter, we're the clay. You're able to be plat pliable and you're able to be molded into what's right for him right even in jeremiah it talks about the potter and i think it's jeremiah 18 where it talks about the potter and on the potter and jeremiah you know came upon the potter and he's watching this potter um, have this the clay on the table and the spinner and he's molding the clay and as he begins to shape the clay the clay um, gets a flaw in it and then it says even though it got a flaw in it the potter then takes the clay and molds it to something that right for him so he doesn't completely destroy the clay and start over again he just begins to reshape it into something that's right for him even with the flaw so for those of you that may feel like you know you ain't you you got some stains in your past you may feel like you missed the mark you may feel like you know you you have a history that you're not proud of you may feel like okay you just got saved three seconds ago and you know you know the things you used to do you may feel like you know you you backslidden and you left god but you came back you may feel like you know you did just some really evil detestable things that you don't really feel like God is going to use you because of that I'm here to tell you he's a potter and so even with a flaw God is still going to shape you with a flaw and he's going to shape and mold you into what's right for him to what he needs for you it may be that flaw that needs to be there even even the apostle Paul and even with all of his um all the things that the Lord did through him he's there was a thorn in his side and he asked the Lord three times to remove it and God said, no, my grace is fit. Matter of fact, he said, a messenger of Satan had came to visit me, was sent to visit me. He's like a messenger of Satan. That's some, come on now, that, that's deep. A messenger of Satan. So that lets you know that thing was horrific, okay? That thing was just downright evil, whatever that thing was. He said, a messenger of Satan was sent to me. And as in a in the form of a thorn, he was like, and I beg God, I asked God three times to remove it. And he said, no, my grace is sufficient. So don't think that God can't use you because you have a flaw, my sister, even my brother. Don't think that God can use. He will use all of us because we all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. We all have flaws somewhere, whether it's an outward flaw or an internal flaw. Some people are really nasty and, and, and hate, hateful inside. They may, you know, be full of evil and wickedness, plot all kind of evils internally just because we don't see that don't mean it's not there so don't be discouraged or dismayed because you may feel like you know your sin is a little more public you may have had a baby out of wedlock you may have went through a divorce you know you may have some kind of scandal whatever the case may be God's grace is sufficient for you amen so here we go we're entering into the new thing right we're entering into our promised land some of us are already in that place some of us are about to embark on that place right and whatever that promised land is for you but it's out with the old and with the new and where does that come from so in the book of esther you know i was studying that a little bit ago but i've kind of been in the book of esther for a while um i've even watched um the other weekend i was there to watch the book of esther um movie on pure flick so if you guys have time you should check that out it was really good they have several Several versions of it I watched um, one that looked a little more modern um, but it was still really good the storyline it, it was you know they did add some things and take away some things um, for you know uh, for um, you know just the sake of you know the um, 
cinematography right just because it's a movie it, but you if you know the story of esther you understand it and you the lord will still speak and minister to you through that movie um so yeah check that out if you can but um in the book of esther you know in this particular version of the bible that i have which is my absolute favorite because it is my women's uh the study bible for women it's a home and christian standard bible um it is really good it has a lot of biblical um study application in it breaks down a lot of um the the scriptures it has a lot of information it has timelines you know um it, it breaks down the hebrew calendar it has the ketubah in there which is a, a jewish marriage contract it breaks down a lot of the scripture in in context of um you know according to you know the jewish tradition and so it's just very very good it's informative it's absolutely tore up it doesn't even have a back but i love it so much that i will not get rid of it amen <laughs> so uh the beginning of this um chapter in uh, my bible it says uh the transition from esther to vashti oh excuse me i'm so sorry y'all i got that backwards the transition from vashti to esther i'm so sorry it says the transition from vashti to esther and i thought that was so interesting because today's title is out with the old and with the new it's a new thing and so vashti for whatever reason when you read this the story first of all the story just kind of unfolds and opens up just talking about the king talks about kings um as xerxes and talking about you know just kind of his his territory his land you know his kingdom talking about how he's he's ruling over 127 provinces and so that's like just a huge territory you know um i don't know the exact um you know dimensions or how vast it was but it's just to say that he ruled he had a lot of influence that he ruled over a large territory or a large part of the world in that time so he was very influential he was very powerful but he also was very wealthy because then it goes to talk about these banquets that he had um the banquets that he had held one he held for 180 days for all of his governors all of the princes, all of his officials. He had a banquet for 180 days. And if you um, know how many days 180 days is, that's about six months. So he had a banquet for six straight months for all of his officials and nobles and the princes and all of those, you know, that, you know, kind of served under him that, you know, were were like um, other people who have positions of authority and power. They were just under him, but th they were like his cabinet or, you know, um, they, were, they were like his right-hand men. And he just had this banquet for six months just showing off his entire splendor all of his wealth and then after that banquet he went ahead and had another banquet for seven days for the entire kingdom you know that his the the people who attended the banquet his nobles and officials they were they were able to drink without limit they were able to have the best of the best it talks it, it describes some of parts of his palace and all of the mother and pearl and the marble and all of the you know the the purple linen the this and that it just really gives you a depiction of just how um you know how lavish he his kingdom was how lavish his his palace was and how lavish he was as a king right and so in this time as he is in this seven day banquet and he the bible says the king had ordered every wine steward in his household to serve as much as each person wanted and then it says queen vashti also gave a feast for the women of king Xerxes' palace 
And then on the seventh day, when the king was feeling good from the wine, Xerxes commanded Mahuman, Bista, Harbona, Bigtha, Abakta, Zathar, and Carcass, the seven eunuchs who personally serve him, to bring Queen Vashti before him with her royal crown. So, which I find interesting. So, the Bible talks about when he was feeling good from the wine. That just lets us know he was a little drunk. He was a little tipsy, right? And so, he he now is in a place where, you know, he's feeling good, you know, and now he's, you know, commanding his wife, the queen, to come before him, to show off her beauty with her royal crown, but also to dance before everyone, right? He just really wanted to put her on display you know he was probably you know just very proud because again this is something else that's attributed to his, his his splendor his majesty you know um just and attributing to you know his 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 very own you know glory if you will right and so he again wanted her to become put on display but and for whatever reason vashti says no and so i find it interesting that the text does not quote it does not speak to why she said no so that lets us know a we got to really seek the lord kind of really study the scripture out to get that revelation or b is not important because what we find that happens immediately when she say no that shifts the entire storyline right it goes from this banquet it goes from the celebration this feast this festival everybody turning up everybody got their wine they feeling good all is well to she didn't defy the commandment of the king and then now the king is angry and he now is summoning his his advisors to 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 say what shall be done because as the king when you he gives a command it it is to be adhered to it is to be obeyed it don't matter who you are the queen also when the king commands you to do something it's like there is no option to say no and for her to say no that was a big deal it wasn't just because oh you know she didn't want to come down she didn't feel like it it was about he summoned her he commanded her and she disobeyed and so the thing that the lord re was revealing to me in that that even those of us that are transitioning right the old would who mm, in the name of Jesus, who whoever was in your place, and when I say in your place or whatever, sometimes it, it's a person, sometimes it's just some kind of barrier, sometimes it's just, you know, it could be poverty, it could be lack, it could be, you know, not getting an opportunity, maybe you've been filling out applications and the door has not opened, maybe you went up to the per, for the promotion, but some kind of way somebody else got it, maybe, you know, um, you the lord told you somebody was your husband or your wife or whatever the case may be in some kind of way that someone else came in and they started dating them whatever the case whatever it is again it's not always a person but it can be but whatever the circumstance in your life that is in the seat of a vasty is being removed it's being removed it's being removed it's being removed especially when it comes to a person even if it's some kind of um uh, assignment of the enemy it's going to be removed because of it's especially when it's a person because of its disobedience right so maybe you know you're called to leadership you know you're called to lead the ministry but you got these other people in in places um of leadership and you know that they're not doing right they're not they're not handling the people right they're not handling the things of god right they're not living right 
um, the Lord is going to unseat them, um, not because of just be really because of you, but because of their own disobedience. See, it was Bashi's disobedience that got her um, dispossessed from her position. And the Lord is saying that some things and some people that was in position or in your way or in your place are being removed. And see, the thing about this story is Esther in this moment Esther was nowhere in the picture. Esther wasn't trying to be queen. She didn't want to be queen. She wasn't even introduced into the story yet. So see, some of these things and situations are going to be handled without even you knowing it. So God is going to go ahead of you and he's going to remove some opposition. God is going to go ahead of you and he is going to remove some hindrances. God is going ahead of you and he's going to remove some stumbling blocks. He's going to remove some people that has been hindering your progress because of their own disobedience or just because because uh, again, it could be that the enemy assigned it. It could be that, you know, that um, there has been an assignment against you. Maybe, you know, a person has plotted against you. Well, however it may be, the Lord is going to go ahead and deal with that situation for you without you even knowing, because that's the kind of God we serve. See, Esther had no idea that this was taking place, and she had no idea that she was the one who was going to be the new thing. She had no idea she was going to be the new queen. And see, some of us don't know that as God is moving and working on our behalf even when we don't know and don't see it we have no idea that he's rearranging things and he's moving things and he's removing things because we are next in line come on somebody i hope you catch that i hope you receive it because you're the new thing you're the you're next in line and so god is saying even for us that is next in line and that will become the next esther or will become the next leader or the next minister or become the new wife or become a new mother or become you know a, a successful businesswoman or whatever or businessman or whatever um it is that the lord is going to bring you into don't be don't think it is not applying to you. We can't think that our obedience is not necessary. Do not get into the place of promise. Do not get into the place of being a queen, reigning a ruler in the new in the new land that the Lord is going to give you and think that you do not have to adhere to the commandments of God. Whatever he instructed you to do, you are to continue to do. You are to continue to remain faithful. You are, content, are to continue to remain seeking him. You are to continue to remain um worshiping praying you will continue to remain fasting you whatever it is that you that he developed in, in you in your wilderness season you are to continue to do that do not forsake the commandments the instructions and do not forget god because he is so easy for us to look at other people and judge them and say what we would never do it's so easy to look at somebody else who may have got the influence and may have got the platform and may have got the success and may have got the marriage and may have got the answer prayer and say to ourselves and we might see you know their fall or we may see you know their their error and we it's easy for us to judge and be like how could they ever how could they i can't believe that i would never but see it's one thing to talk from a perspective from an outside perspective it's another thing to be in that position and have that they have the weight that comes with that position and have and and have the 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 temptation that comes with that position that that has you know the 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 um responsibility that comes with that position see it's one thing to speak when you've never been in leadership and you've never had to lead an entire people it's another thing when you're in that position and you see how difficult it may be and when you realize it's, be it's difficult because you have to depend on the lord you have to be like solomon lord i need wisdom to lead these your great people right you have to go to the lord and the lord is admonishing us men and women sons and daughters kings and queens do not forget the lord that was the 
the one thing that God consistently um continue to bring up to the children of israel he said do not forget the lord thy god do not forget the lord thy god be careful not to forget the lord thy god when you get into this land when you get into the land flowing with milk and honey when you get into the place of increase when you build big beautiful houses when everything you have prospers and increasing do not forget the lord see it's one thing when you are in a place of lack and you are desperate and you don't have anyone else and you know nobody else can bring you out your situation and you cleave to god you got to have that same energy you got to cleave to god even in the place of abundance, even in that place of influence and affluence, even in that place of leadership, even as a God, as a godly wife, even as a godly mother, even as a successful, you know, Christian businessman or businesswoman, no matter what, even if you're called to government, whatever you're called to lead your community, you're called to ministry, whatever it is, you got to cleave to God and you cannot forget him and you cannot get to the point to think that it was you that got yourself there. No, you have to know God strategically rearranged things for Esther to come in her position. Even though Esther may not have asked God, even though Esther may not have known that God was doing that for her because it was his will. Some of the things that we're coming into are not, we did not ask for. Some of these blessings, some of this level of of, um, of miracle are, are things we did not ask for. And it's not because of ourselves. It's not because of our own righteousness. It is simply because it was the will of the Lord. It was the will of the Lord for Esther, that one that is that that was really um, probably dis discounted, one who was probably overlooked. A because she was a Jew, B because she was an orphan, C because according to the Babylonian, um, you know, um, lineage, um, she didn't come from noble, you know, from a noble background, and so she was the least likely, right, um, to be chosen. She was the least likely to become queen. But see, God will use the 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 foolish things to confound the wise so why so yes you might be the next ceo and no you don't have qualify the qualifications no you ain't been a, a executive before no you ain't never but see the god has prepared you you have the tools you have the wisdom you have the insight and you have the dependency on god god is your source so yes he might make you the ceo he might gift you the business he might give you the business deal he might give you the opportunity he might make you you know ruler over a nation you might you might end up marrying a king come on now kings still exist you know you still can be a queen but regardless of not we are queens because he is the king of kings and the lord of lords and so because we are daughters his daughters of jerusalem are daughters of zion we are queens in his kingdom but we cannot make a mistake and think that once we arrive into that place of um of prosperity into that position that we can forget the lord our god and so in the same way vashi could be could be dispossessed in the same way she could be you know overthrown and she could lose her seat so can we if we disobey the lord and so do not allow yourself to get haughty or full of pride or um, get conceited you know or just you know get to a place where you allow pride to really you know begin to overtake you or just think that you don't need god because maybe you're not in a financial crisis no more maybe you know you're not needing that healing no more maybe he healed your body maybe you don't need that breakthrough anymore because you you didn't receive it maybe you can cry out like hannah in first samuel 1 27 and say i prayed for this and god has given me what i requested of him maybe you are be you will live in the land of answer prayer regardless of that you have to stay faithful you have to continue to seek life 
excuse me, seek the Lord like your life depends on it because it does. And so now that we're entering into this new and we are the new thing in this new season and we're going to reign um, as the as the queens that the Lord um, ordained us to be. And even as the kings for my brothers, you know, we want to make sure that all of the things that the Lord has built up in us and taught us and all the things that he spoke to us, all the, you know, commandments and things that he gave give us has given us even the personal convictions right even the things the lord has told you not to do the things he's took taking you out of the people he's told you to disconnect from you have to keep that same energy you have to maintain it you have to stay faithful to the word of the lord you have to because don't think for one sake one one second and we know to be true that even queen esther at one moment mordecai had to bring her to the reality like she too could lose her position because when she this when he went to her to let her know the evil plot let's see in Esther chapter four, when Mordecai went to her to let her know what the evil Haman had um, released um, through the king um, uh, to annihilate all the Jews. And she really was like, listen, I don't really know what you want me to do. I can't go before the queen, the king, not even the queen can go if we're not summoned. No one can go and enter into the king's court without being summoned and, and you know, or you will die. And he had to tell her. If you keep silent at this time, liberation and deliverance will come to the Jewish people from another place, but you and your father's house will be destroyed. Who knows? Perhaps you have come to your royal position for a time such as this. So again, even Esther, the one who got positioned, the one who got went ahead of her and he rearranged and unseated and removed people to make room for her. Even her, if she would not have obeyed the Lord, if she would not have went and fulfilled her assignment, she too ran the risk of being removed. So I just want us to really receive and understand that in this new place, in this royal position that the Lord is literally moving you into again some of you may be there and if you are there already i pray that you heed the word of the lord that do not forget the lord thy god do not forget the commandments the instruction the convictions don't forget you know the the things that the lord has you know told you and 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 just don't forget the lord period again it's easy it's easy to get caught up it's easy when everybody's pulling on you it's easy when you got a high position and you're leading people it's easy you know when you're so busy you don't feel like you got time for yourself and you got to make time for the lord and you got to learn how to be disciplined and you got to learn how to you know um live by a schedule in your calendar and you got to learn how to say no and all of these things it's easy to get overwhelmed and bombarded if you do not have discipline and if it's easy to say oh okay i'll pray tomorrow i'll read the word tomorrow and then tomorrow turning into the next day and the next day and the next thing you know you ain't talked to god in weeks it's easy to do it's easy to do i'm a witness you know i've had a season where i was in in a season of abundance you know i didn't have no worries i didn't have no financial worries all my needs were met i had abundance i had overflow you know i was living good i had everything i needed and wanted you know i was being extremely blessed i was just really in a place of increase and and it wasn't on purpose it wasn't deliberate but again being busy you know building a business you know 
you know, serving, um, you know, hanging out with friends, you know, um, doing all kind of things, every being pulled in every which way. It was so easy to just forget to pray, to forget to read the word, to go days and days, you know, without even, you know, really um, making God a priority or even, you know, really spending having any intentional time with the Lord. So I am really saying because God is about to do something and it's about to happen fast. Again, Amos 9, 13 and 15 is going to happen fast. Message version, virgin, virgin, excuse me, y'all. I can't talk. Message version, amen. Amos 9, 13 and 15, read it in your own time, but read the message version because it talks about things. It, it, it will not be long now. Things are going to happen so fast, so fast. Your head is going to swim one thing on the hill of another everywhere you look blessings. For some of us, that's that's going to be a reality. And because things are going to happen so fast, you're going to have to be firmly grounded and rooted in the Lord, period. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I just decree and declare that we will be steadfast and yielding and immovable, always abounding in the works of the Lord, that we will not be moved, that we will maintain our position that we will not forget the Lord, that we will prioritize you. We will use a schedule. We will learn how to live by our schedule. We'll learn how to put God first. If we got to sacrifice sleep, if we got to wake up earlier, stay up later, whatever it is to do to make sure we spend intentional time with God and he gets the best. He gets our first fruits and we're not giving him, you know, the leftovers after we didn't been depleted and gave everything to everybody else in our day that we still honor and reverence him as king. And and I want to say this too for uh, my sisters, those of us who are entering into marriage in this season and those of us that are already married. Listen, God is forever your husband. You have a earthly husband, absolutely, but God is number one still. He's your husband, your provider, and your source. And so you got to always know that not even a husband is to be erected up or become an idol. God will, God said he's a fiercely jealous God. And so you want to make sure that you keep that posture. And it ain't that you're going to forsake your husband. It's not that you're going to be, you know, dis, you know, disrespecting your husband and dishonoring your husband. It is to say that you're just really going to keep God at the in the priority as a priority and in, in the at the forefront. Right. And then and then you're going to make sure that you constantly are seeking God, even on how to be a wife how to love your husband even when something happens in your in your marriage or maybe your husband does something to hurt you you see god on on the council of what to do how to handle it or what to say or when you need to say something to your husband because maybe you know that the direction he's wanting to take the family in is not the best you know you got to seek god for the wisdom on how to you know and when to speak to him so god got to continue to be your source you got to know even if your husband something happens to him and he loses job or he's not no longer able to be the provider you got to know that y'all source and y'all provider is the Lord. And so you got to make sure that not even your husband, not even your marriage, some of us have been praying and waiting for kingdom, uh, you know, uh, our spouses, the ones that we know the Lord, like some of us know the Lord has spoke to us and said he has a, 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 a he has marriage for us and he has a particular spouse for us. And some of us have been waiting for a long time, years, years, come on now, years. And maybe some, some of you, us not so long, but Whatever the case may be, when you finally get the thing you've prayed for, be careful not to erect it up as an idol because God will tear it down because he's a fiercely jealous God. It's not to say that you'll get a divorce and he'll kill your husband, but, you know, he might allow there to be, you know, this 
there's some discord you know the enemy may have an open door to come in and bring some some kind of temptation or to bring some kind of you know um animosity or some separation or whatever so you just want to be sure to make sure that god is number one just like he is when we are in that season of suffering just as he is when we're in grief and sorrow and we are we're broken before him and our hearts are broken just how he is when we feel forsaken by everybody and we don't have nobody but him we have to continue to know that even if he is the all we had that he's more than enough even if you know that person leave us even if we lose all, everything that god is our source and our strength and we got to keep that in the at the forefront of our mind because life is going to transition and it's going to transition pretty quickly even though in the story of esther things did not happen really quickly it was some years that that it took in between vashti being um dethroned and esther be, um you know being raised up as the next queen however in the same way that there was a time of transition so that a new edict had to go forth and then you know they had to reinstitute you know to call all the you know all, all the virgins in the land all the suitable you know virgins in the land to come you know and to be to go into the palace and then they had to receive beauty treatments for 12 months you know so it was a time of transition and process even for those who were even wanting to be in the position as queen and so that's what a lot of us have been in even in these last years and so we read the bible and sometimes we be thinking that time is not really um at, you know that that it didn't really you know take time between certain events but when you read the bible and study out you'll realize things seem like because we're reading it that it happened like back to back to back but a lot of times there could have been years there could have been generations in between certain events and so that's why you got to seek holy spirit to give you revelation and to reveal to you you know um the deeper meanings and deeper revelations of the scripture um but yes it wasn't immediate that vashti lost her position and then esther became queen it was a matter of years and so sometimes we have been in this season for years a transition and preparation for years we've been, be been being beautified the lord has been making us beauty from beautiful from the inside out because again when you read first peter and three it talks of god says you know it is a, a a wife is one who is meek and who is you know quiet spirited and you know that is those are the things that he look at as beautiful and so you're it's, it's about your 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 um it's about your heart. It's about your, your, you know, your character. That is what God is trying to adorn. You know, it's, it's not all about the outward things, you know, the fancy hairstyles, the jewels, you know, it talks about that in that particular um chapter. You know, it's not these outward things that other people see. It's not makeup. It's not all these other things. It's the internal. God is looking at your character. God is looking at your heart and he's wanting to see, are you faithful? Are you obedient? Are you submitted? See, Esther was known as one who was obedient. She was submitted. She submitted to every authority that was over her she submitted to mordecai she submitted to the eunuch that was over her and then she ultimately submitted to god she submitted to her husband but she submitted to god as well she was submitted she was obedient she was humble right um she was you know quiet spirited she was meek you know she was shrewd she sought the lord when she had the before she just made a decision just to go before the king she went and called a fast and she you know understood the power of agreement and and the to, and to seek the wisdom of god even though god God's name is not mentioned nowhere in the book of Esther. God is providence is all throughout the book from the beginning to the end. And see, Esther, she was developed. God had developed her enough, even though she was an orphan, even though she was a Jew, even though she didn't come, you know, from, uh, you know, a Babylonian, you know, noble family line. She was still one that God had been preparing all along for her royal position. So some of us, God has been preparing us all along for our royal position. And yes, it may have looked like 
being in lack. It may have looked like being in poverty. It may have looked like being feeling like you're beneath or being in the season, seasons of delay or being, you know, um, persecuted and, you know, being you know, afflicted and, you know, going through trial and tribulation, it may look like that. You know, maybe yours didn't look like that. Maybe, you know, yours was different. However, whatever God chose for our process to be for a preparation, just know it is for a time such as this, right? And the time such as this is that there's a time to speak and there's a time to be silent. So that lets us know there's a time that we are to say something and there's a time for us to be quiet. And as women, that's another thing that we really, really, really need to, you know, um, ask the Lord to help us and give us some self-control in because as women, we have a tendency to always want to say what we think and say what we feel. But there comes a time or sometimes we just want to say what the Lord revealed to us. But there's a time to speak and there's a time to be silent, even with your husband. There's a time to speak and there's a time to be silent. When when you're high in emotion, when you're in the midst of a disagreement, when you're in a heated conversation and you want to say a bunch of things that you know are not edifying and glorifying, then that's the time to be silent. When you see that he's going in a in a direction that you know is going to end up, you know, and he's you know going to maybe uh you know fumble or you know he's maybe going to fall short or you know, he's not going to get the outcome he desired sometimes it's still the time to be silent and all you do is go and pray because sometimes certain things are are not going to be received from us to, to everybody even our spouse even our children even our loved ones that's why you got to seek the wisdom of god because sometimes if you just go to god and you pray and you lift it before the lord he will then speak to them or he will bring somebody else and they'll be able to receive it so we got to know as women there's a time to speak and there's a time to be silent and when it's a time to be silent we have to learn how to be silent and when there's a time to speak we have to learn to speak even if we are going to have to come up against something that seems scary like esther had to get to the place where she got the boldness to say if i perish i perish right and so we have to be bold you know for the things of god we have to be bold for righteousness right we got to be able to stand up for righteousness and truth right even if we coming against you know we the one that's going against the grain we have to be able to speak out if that's what the lord telling us to do but as women we want to be obedient we want to be faithful we want to be fully submitted and committed to the lord we want to know when to be silent and when to speak we want to know how to reign and rule as queens in our king in our in our kingdom for the glory of god we want to be we want to be found faithful right we want god to be pleased we want to hear well done thy good and faithful servant god is going to position us and transition us very quickly it's going to happen suddenly it's going to spring forth suddenly it's going to be instantaneous there are times in the bible when it says in that hour so in that hour hey francis you did you get my um comment I'm so glad you joined. Um, but there are times when the Lord, you know, is speaking to us and he is going to com commission us to do something. We have to know how to obey the Lord, even if it looks like we got to come against, you know, the person that we're married to. Because, again, we're not never promoting um, disrespect or dishonor. But the Bible tells us that we don't follow our husband if he leads in us to sin. And it wasn't that King Azerse was leading. God bless you was leading Esther was leading a sin yeah i will pray for you put your prayer request in the comments because i'm about to be in ending but what was happening was the evil plan that haman had deceived the king to to release over the people 
many people was going to die if she did not disobey, quote unquote, you know, the, the, you know, the rules, you know, because no one was supposed to go before the king, but that's why she had to seek the wisdom of God. So when you seek the wisdom of God, if you know that maybe, you know, your husband or somebody in authority over you has told you, amen. And I just was talking about that. Oh, you just missed it. I was just talking about that. So we absolutely will pray. Um, You have to seek the wisdom of God because God is never going to ask you to just blatantly dishonor, disrespect nobody, but he will give you a way to go about things with grace. He will give you grace. You know, he will give you the ability to do it in a way it still can be received. Even though Esther, you know, she violated the rules. She went before the king without being summoned because she sought the manifold wisdom of God. God gave her favor. She already had favor with her husband. She already had favor with everybody else. But because she sought God first, she had even more favor with her husband that he didn't even pay attention to the fact that she just came in and came before his court without being summoned because God was with her. So even in your place of, you know, in leadership, even in your place of being a husband or being a wife, there will come times where you may have to come against something, where you may have to do something that is, you know, that is not the norm or is not the rules but god is not going to call you cause you to do anything that is going to bring about you know discord all he god is a god of peace he's a god of righteousness he's a god of joy so even though we will have to stand with god even though we will not we will have to always make sure that our position is to stand with the lord and we don't when we're not going to compromise and, and for no one even if it's a person we're submitted to even if it's our husband and our wife because god is number one he is he is is number one he is our source he is our strength if it was not for god we would not be where we are so we're going to take position to always you know to side with the lord but we got to seek wisdom you got to seek wisdom if you know your boss is about to make a choice or a decision that's not right and you know that you know it's not right but you don't go straight to the boss you go seek the manifold wisdom of god first so god can give you a strategy god will give you a strategy in order to reach the people even though you may have to come at it in a different way just like esther and she received favor and because she sought god first and because she received favor and because she went about the circumstances in the right way we see that she was able to save an entire nation of people from being executed and from being um annihilated uh, yes absolutely francis lack of wisdom is a big plague and so that's why it's so important no matter the elevation because elevation is coming this is the season the lord has confirmed it to me over and over and over again i'm not one of those people that want to always come and say oh this is the prophetic word this is the word of the lord because i feel like people really abuse those those statements i feel like people really abuse the title of prophet and all of that so i just come and as the holy spirit gives things to me i release it and it's 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 not for me to title myself because whoever whatever God created you to be he gonna title you you don't have to title yourself you don't have to elevate yourself God will elevate you you don't got to go seeking it he will open the door for you and so when you when you are totally committed to God and you seek God for every single thing for wisdom to make these decisions to make the hard decisions for wisdom to make decisions that seem pretty simple you will find that God's favor will be upon you like nothing else did say anything to the Lord to me? 
I'll I'll let you know in a, in a in a few moments because we're gonna be ending. But this um episode today was just all about how we are to reign and rule in our season and in our place of elevation as in the promised land in the answered prayer. Because a lot of us have been praying for things, have been seeking the Lord for years for things for breakthrough, for elevation, for promotion, for marriage, for babies, for uh, ministry, for whatever the case may be. We've been seeking God for years, and we we feel like we've been in a holding pattern. But no, you've been in the process like Esther, you know, it was years be in between, like I said earlier, between the time Vashti got removed and Esther came into place. It was years because Esther had to be processed. There were still things God needed to build and develop and mold in her to prepare her. Come on now. You was actually crying for grace. Come on. God's grace is sufficient for you. And that's why you got to seek God. You got to seek him with your whole heart. The Bible says when you seek God with your whole heart, you will find him. And see, Esther sought God for three days in fasting in a dry fast. And she not only did she fast, she called all the people to fast because there's power and agreement. We have to learn how to use our biblical principles. God has given us the keys to the kingdom. He has given us laws and principles, spiritual laws and principles to use to help us to break through, to help us to break through right and so esther understood that this thing is bigger than me so not only do i need to fast but i need agreement because there's power in numbers one could put a thousand to flight two could put ten thousand so all of them came together on one accord and see there's power in oneness this is why jesus is forever interceding for the church that we shall be one because there is power in oneness he said for the kingdom divided against itself cannot stand so even at the kingdom of darkness understands the power of agreement that that's why they're unified. They're unified on one agenda to kill, steal, and destroy. They're unified on one agenda to come against the people of God. They're unified on one agenda to try to keep you from your destiny and your blessings because they understand the power of agreement. We have to learn how to use our spiritual weapons and our tools and our principles so we can see the manifest um, glory of God in our circumstances, in our situation. There's a lot of things in the earth that could be already overthrown if we come together as one on one accord in prayer and prayer and fasting we have power we are more powerful than those that are in the kingdom of darkness we have the power of god the god almighty within us the same holy spirit power that was in jesus when he was raising up dead resurrecting uh, dead bodies when he was healing the sick when the lame was getting up walking when the blind was seeing is the same holy spirit that is within us but when we don't realize that and we allow the enemy to think that we are weaker or to feel like we can't you know come against these things and we can and so we gotta learn how to even be like esther she was queen but she understood one thing that she still wasn't wise enough to make the decision that needed to be made in that moment she still knew even though i'm queen even though i'm on the side of the king even though i'm ruling next to my husband i still gotta seek god so when you know, when God is taking you to this promotion, because God is promoting a lot of us, God is answering the prayer, you're going to be able to cry out like Hannah and say, she said, I pray for this child in, in 1 Samuel 127. She said, I pray. Not only did she pray for Samuel, she totally lamented and poured her heart and soul in the temple out to the Lord to the point Eli thought she was drunk. And then he, when she let him know, like, no, I'm a woman of great anguish. I'm a woman of great sorrow. I'm a woman who is in agony and I'm crying out to the Lord. He said, well, may the Lord grant you what you ask of him and then go in peace. And what did the Lord do? He remembered her. So because she cried out to God, God answered her prayer and she was able to say, I pray for this child and God gave me what I requested of him. There is a lot of us who are entering into a season. We're going to live in the answer prayer. We're 
going to see the manifestation of the thing that we have been tarrying for year after year. We're going to see that child come back. We're going to see that relationship restored. We're going to see movement in our business. We're going to see breakthrough in our finances. We're going to see promotion in our on our jobs. We're going to see doors open up for ministry. We're going to see leadership positions. We're going to hear our name being called. We're going to see our name is going to be spoke of in rooms that we don't even know. And we're going to get emails and phone calls and people are going to come searching and seeking and searching us out because the favor of the Lord is going to meet us because we have cried for these things. Because we have cried for these things. We have prayed for these things. And we will live in the promised land. We will live in that place. Come on, we believe God for it. And that's another thing. The reason why some people have not seen it is because you allow time. You allow weariness to cause you to get in doubt and unbelief. And so I pray that today reignites your faith, that your faith is reignited today to believe God for whatever he spoke to you, that Francis, he's going to give you the anointing. He's going to give you the grace that he's going to give you everything you need. He's going to build your character. Like even with um, the Bible is big on character. Even when you look at the story of Ruth and Boaz, it, it specifically gives a description of Ruth's character, but it also gives a description of Boaz's character. It said he was a man, you know, he was a man that was well revered and respected. He was a man of honor. He was a noble man. You know, he was, he was, he was a man of integrity, right? He was a man who was known, you know, he spoke well of. So again, character matters. And so I am praying that God will build and develop in you that godly character to be the man of God that he called you to be, that everything that you will have, you that you will be a man of integrity, that you be a man after God on God's own heart, that you will be man of faithfulness, a man of good character, a, a noble man, a generous man, a, a faithful man, that the character uh, that's needed, that you will be a man of wisdom, that you will be, be the man that God um, has built you on the foundation of Jesus Christ, that you will be a man rooted in Christ Jesus, that you will be a man totally submitted and in love with the Lord, like David, that you will be a man after God's own heart, that you will have the character, that you will have the grace, that you you will have the anointing that you need to go forth on the journey that God has set before you, that you will reign and rule in the positions and the places and spaces that God is leading you into in the name of Jesus Christ. And as long as you stay rooted in God, as long as you keep God at the forefront and you you stay submitted and you make sure that you, you continue to have faith and you believe and you trust that you will see God, that you will see him bring forth all that he spoke to you, everything he spoke to you in your secret time, everything thing he spoke to you in dreams every prophetic word that he released over you if it came from the lord it will not fall flat to the ground that he watches his word to perform it is not returning to him void that you will see it if you endure to the end if you if you be not weary in well-doing if you continue to exalt the lord even in your low place continue to exalt the lord even in whatever whatever situation you're in right now continue to worship continue to praise continue to pray continue to seek him seek him when you seek him, you will find him. When you knock on the knock on the door, it, you, it will be open unto you. God will open doors that you have no idea. He will open doors. He will set open doors before you. You have no idea what God has for you if you just believe. That is the one thing that is a requirement, a prerequisite. It, in Hebrews 11, 6, it says, without faith, it is impossible to please God. So in order for us to please God, we got to have faith. We got to believe that when he said it, it is so, no matter how impossible. I'm sure if somebody would have went to Esther 
while Vashti was still queen and said, hey, Esther, do you know that you're going to be the next queen of Babylon and you're going to sit next to King Xerxes? She would probably laugh like Sarah because that sounds so far fetched because she was the least likely because she didn't have the qualifications because she wasn't the one who would have been chosen. But when God choose you, that's all that matters. When you're chosen by God, you will find that your gift will make room for you. You will find that God will make room for you. He'll go ahead of you. He'll remove and dispossess anything and anyone that sits in the way of his will being done in your life. And it will be so. God is not a man that he shall lie. And even in this season that we're embarking on, many of us, like I said earlier, are coming into that place of the answer prayer, coming into that place of the promised land. We are really about to live in it. We're going to see the manifold miracle hand of God um, to be revealed in our life. We're going to see, we're going to be living out the scriptures. We're going to be living out that Amos 9, 13 and 15. We're going to see the suddenlies. We're going to see miracles, signs and wonders. We're going to see God move like never before. We're going to see it with our own eyes. And then we're going to be able to rejoice and we're going to be able to cry out. And we're going to say, we prayed for this. We tarried for this. We fasted for this. We believed God for this. And we have now seen the hand of God do what we have asked of him. And he wants us to continue to rejoice even right now, even though we don't see it, even though it may not happen yet. You don't know your day could be the night. Your day could see God do a lot of things at night. If you read the scriptures, there are times where God has did a, a lot of uh, amazing miracles at night. The, the children of Israel, they had to take off in the haste at night. They had to leave the place of oppression at night. God may deliver you from that place of oppression tonight. God may, he may set you free from that land of captivity tonight. He may release you from that demonic stronghold tonight you just don't know because god don't slumber nor sleep so that's why you gotta always be rejoicing that's why you gotta always be lifting up holy hands unto the father that's why you gotta always be in the place of place of prayer that's why you gotta always be um, ready because you don't know when god coming because he's not on our timetable he creates time he sits outside of time he's not in time he bends time he redeems time so god don't have no time he's not on our schedule god makes his schedule he can have an appointment I guess I give you my WhatsApp. He'll he he can make an appointment with you at any day time of the uh, any hour. Don't think it. Don't think that he cannot. Don't think that your day still can't be today. I don't know what time it is where you are. I just know what time it is where I'm at. But don't think it's over just because it may be night. Don't mean nothing. It ain't over until it's over. It don't mean nothing. You gotta know that you know that your God is able to do anything but fail. You gotta know that all things are possible for those who believe. It is those who believe that will see the miracle. So I'd say rejoice, men and women of God, rise up. We got to know that the king of glory is going to come in. Who is this king of glory? The Lord God Almighty. He is strong in battle. We got to know that we got to lift up ye gates, oh ye people. You got to make sure that you exalt the Lord in, 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 in all seasons because you never know when he's going to come and he's going to say it's your time. You never know when he's going to say it's your time. And so I just pray that you be encouraged and that you know that um, God is doing a new thing. You are the new thing. There Again, there's going to be some doors opening up, some opportunities opening up. There's going to be some, some favor coming your way. You're going to have some unexpected surprises. God is going to blow your mind. But again, you want to make sure that you are obedient, that you do not fall away, that you do not, you know, uh, forget the Lord. You want to make sure 
that he that you were made totally dependent on him that he is your source no matter what great position and place that he that he elevates you to and you want to know when to be silent when to speak up and and you want to also make sure that you understand that faith is essential faith is essential to get into the promise and faith is essential to maintain the promise amen and so I'm so excited for what God is doing. And I just am praying that you guys are encouraged and you know that God has not forgotten you. And that's another thing that I really love about um, that story of Hannah is that it says that God remembered her. Come on, somebody. God is remembering you. Come on. God is remembering you that may be a season where you felt forsaken and forgotten you may felt deserted but god said he will never leave nor forsake you but there's gonna come a time i know hannah felt forgotten she felt forgotten when she was you know being tormented time tor tormented and taunted by paniah she she felt forgotten when she was praying year after year for a child she felt forgotten when she felt like that the lord had was not listening to her and not hearing her prayers and not taking heed to her suffering and affliction i know she felt forgotten but the bible says that god remembered her and i want to tell you my sisters my brothers god is remembering you and again this ain't gonna be for everybody again everything is not for everybody you have to know your time your seasons for your own journey where you are we all want to we all would love to be in the in the place where we're crossing over into the promised land but that's just not the reality and that's okay you all we all have to go through the process we all have to go through a wilderness but there will come a time where it will be your time so you can still glean from this message and learn the principles early you you might cut your wilderness short you never know if you apply if you learn the lessons and the principles you know early you know you might accelerate your time but god is good and you he has an appointed time for us all he has an appointed time for each and every one of us and so we just want to make sure we're prepared we want to make sure we are ready we want to make sure that we are rooted and totally just grounded in the lord no matter what that we, we our allegiance is to god that we will not be moved and so I'm so excited for what God is doing. I want to hear testimonies. Make sure you reach out to me. Make sure that, you know, you leave a comment. You email me. I'll always leave my email information in the description and give me your testimony. Let me know um, how this, this word, if it applied to you and how God um, really confirmed the word to you or how it came, um, it unfolded in your life. I would love to hear your testimonies and I would just love to agree in prayer with you all. So uh, feel free to connect with me as the Lord leads you. As always, take um, this word to the lord even if you feel like it's confirmation for you even if you feel like it resonates with you take it back to the lord allow him to minister to you allow him to confirm it to you and then allow him to instruct you on how to steward the word because it comes a responsibility with every prophetic word or every word of knowledge every word of wisdom that is released not only do you have to receive it but you got to know how to steward it and so you need to allow holy spirit to lead you in how to steward the word until it comes to pass amen and so i'm just so excited for many of us we are now about to enter into the time of living in our answer prayers it's going to happen so fast so fast our head is going to swim Every, one thing on the hill of another everywhere we look blessings amen 
Yes, it is. This is spiritual wisdom because that's all I got for you. Because you know, I ain't got. I don't. If I'm speaking out of my carnal mind or carnality, then I know I don't. I need to be silent. I don't need to be speaking anything because you know everything is spiritual. Everything originates in the spirit realm. God, He's spirit. We are spirit beings. We are triune beings. We are spirits. We have a bot. We have a soul, and we live in a body. Amen. And so everything originates in the spirit realm. That's why you really want to get familiar and understand the spiritual principles so you understand how the spirit realm works and how it does affect us here in the natural amen and so i'm just excited for everyone and i just pray that this podcast today bless you i pray that the glory be exalted and lifted up in this podcast because it's all about him none of me i'm just a vessel and that is yielded to the lord to use me but it's all about him take everything back to him seek him go read the word study meditate show yourself approved and um i pray that the 